I'm Yvette Mayer, and this is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a business and marketing coach with a 30-year corporate background who has since built their own business to multiple six figures in under two years. I am all about helping you build a business that loves you back. And I do that by showing you how to turn your marketing mess into abundant success. On this podcast, you will hear from me on strategies, the mindset and the energetics of creating business growth, as well as incredible guests. I can't wait to get to know you better, but for now, let's dive in. Hello, lovely friends. I'm coming to you from Early Beach. Last few days here in Early on the Whit Sundays in Australia. I am headed to far north Queensland in a couple of days. This episode is recorded in early uh, July 2021, which is the beginning of the Australian financial year. And I thought it was a good opportunity to reflect back on the last 12 months in my business. And the exciting news is my revenue grew from $70,000 to nearly 220, so over triple. There were a ton of reasons why, and a lot of it was strate- a lot of it was strategic, and therefore I know you're going to get a lot out of hearing about the decisions I made and how to avoid some of the mistakes. I ran this on Facebook first, so now I'm going to jump you straight into the middle of a chat about, are you ready? I've invested myself 150% over the last couple of years into growing my online business and to creating the life that I am now so blessed to enjoy. And my passion, my absolute passion is to support you in creating this level of freedom, flexibility, abundance, whatever success looks like to you. I am all about being a facilitator for you and through my own personal experiences that I know I can most demonstrate to you effective strategies that will speed up the process for you. So that's the spirit of today's conversation. And I thought I would start out with some of the mistakes that I see newer business owners or entrepreneurs make in the digital space to give you something to push off against, if you like. Like these are the things I know because you're here with me that you're not going to do, but I want to call them out anyway. So the first one is when it comes to your marketing, being a voice for one clear thing and solving a particular problem or meeting a desire with a clear audience in mind. I'm all for having multiple income streams and diversifying the ways you make money. But when it comes to your online business, you need to create authority as the absolute best person or best business to meet the needs of this specific audience. So that's what I would say is the very first thing. Number two is thinking too small. And when I say thinking too small, I'm talking about geographically, like, well, I'll start off by servicing my local area and then maybe I'll grow to the city or the state and Like over time, I see this maybe going global, right? No, you can go global online immediately. 
immediately. I've just proven this by launching my high end, my most high ticket mastermind, my intimate mastermind has attracted two women into it that are both based in the US. I don't have a single person in my high level mastermind that's from Australia. They are 100% US based. It is a, a global business. This is available to you as well. Think big, think big. Take off the blinders, okay? The next one is, and this is absolutely available on, online, is thinking beyond trading dollars for hours. And I know many of you are in this community because I'm so passionate about this, but there is a role for one-on-one, 100%. -on -one, and I'm going to get into that as I go through my own personal journey, but I do want you thinking about beyond one-on-one -on -one slash trading dollars for hours in terms of what you're creating. Oh, the next one is a big, big, big one. And that is pricing, pricing, pricing for what you think people can pay, like actually considering and thinking you know what your audience is willing to pay when you have no idea and even if you talk to a handful of potential clients and customers you're likely to hear a huge range because our money mindset as individuals is so enormously impacted by the beliefs of our ancestors, our parents and our experiences and they are so warped. You cannot imagine what's going on in somebody else's head when it comes to what they think and how they behave around money. All right. So trying to price for that is a wild goose chase. What we need to be thinking about is the value of the transformation on offer. And I'm not going to go into that now, but that's really important. Thinking about price from a value perspective and the impact that you're having on these humans' lives, not on what I think someone can afford. And yes, there's going to be a competitive element to this. And that's a whole nother topic. We're not going to go there right now. I just want to stick to pricing based on other people's beliefs. And the last mistake that you're not going to make, which I see entrepreneurs make all the time, is when they go through challenges, they pull their head back away from their marketing and go into their cave. And so therefore they're very inconsistent and they build and build and they gather momentum and then they post and ghost for a week, two weeks, a month and erode a lot of trust that they've built in their audience. You're not going to do that, right? Do not do that. The game, the game, it's not even a game, that they win. <laughs> I'm back to a game metaphor, but success lies in consistency and consistency compounds. So I wanted to go through those, uh, those few mistakes I see made before I get into more around my own lessons because you can bet your life, that these are things that you've grappled with. I certainly have. And all five of the things I just went through with you, was it four? Whatever the case, uh, are huge and they are success and game changers. And I wanted to get into those with you because the worst thing you can do by sticking in this space of the, these mistakes is get into a bit of a hamster wheel. 
where you're doing all the things, you're making all the effort and then things aren't working and you're getting unstuck and you're constantly hustle, hustle, hustle and you're not breaking free of it. And I want you free. I want you free. Free, okay? So now let's get into what I've done that has occurred over two years but some of the key differences that happened in the last year because I have run podcast episodes and sessions on my first year in business in the past and back then I was talking about hitting my first five-figure month. So this time last year I just started to get to um, 10k, 15k months and so I was talking about huge success because I was on suddenly on track for six figures but I hadn't had it yet whereas now I'm I'm literally on the other side of a you know 200 plus came year and I'm going to be talking to the last 12 months so number one was I confidently claimed my space as a business and marketing coach I stopped talking about all of the other things that I could do and we are all very multi-passionate and multi-talented humans, but I stopped talking about all of those other things. I didn't stop taking on work in other areas, but I stopped talking about anything except my skills as a business and marketing coach, and that rapidly grew my authority and credibility as a coach. Number two is I was in a situation where I needed cash flow fast, and one of my biggest barriers to success was money fear. And I felt like until I'd stabilized a level of recurring revenue that I, I couldn't actually get into the bigger vision. And so what I did in May last year, so just two months before I, um, until this financial year began, I did a private coaching launch where it was the first time I was offering business coaching specific packages I had already already built quite a lot of content, so I was able to build a really irresistible offer around business coaching that came with a lot of online training support. It came with bonuses like joining my next program for free, things like that as a VIP one-on-one -on -one client. And look, it feels magical to me now when I look back, but I brought in seven private clients over the space of a few weeks and they paid on recurring payment plans, which meant I could look out for the next six months and see that I was easily covering, covering my expenses and then some. And from there, I was able to get back to bigger vision. Okay, I have my mortgage sorted. How am I going to create more impact at scale and truly step up into a more abundant business from there? And that's the place that I was able to then create my signature program, which is now known as the Moment, Momentum Mastermind, which is my 12-week program, which many of you who have joined me here today are either in or have already done. And it started out with content that I created earlier last year as a course. But what I did was I offered that course with um, a VIP upgrade which came with coaching with me, some one-on-one -on -one coaching over the top of the course, and everybody except one person signed up for VIP. So I, I reset that launch and, and turned it into my first mastermind, which was an inspired decision in that moment because it really set me up for success moving forward beyond that. 
I did launch that course again, though, towards the end of last year. It wasn't a huge success, and I realised that my audience was actually more geared for higher ticket with me. Not going to not going to be the same for everyone, but that is what has been true for me. So once I had the Momentum Mastermind launched, and I, you know, continued to try some other things. I was an affiliate for Amy Porterfield with the Digital Course Academy. I launched the course again without the VIP on top, and I was still in a place of trying all the things, but I'd created incredible cash flow at that point because by the end of last year, I'd put my prices up again. So I'm gonna get into that. I'd launched my signature program, I'd launched my course and I'd become an affiliate and that brought in a really lovely, more passive style of income. So lots of good things going on there. I was still a bit all over the place though, like jumping from one thing to another. And I wasn't being known for any one thing at that point. And that's a really big lesson for you guys. It's in your ability to slow down and focus that you will speed up. And that is what I have since done with the Momentum Mastermind. All right, next up, this has been a theme for me. I'll always share what I've invested into the support of coaches, courses, that sort of thing. In the last 12 months, I invested $32,000 back into my business in a business coach, a mastermind, the Jim Fortin Transformational Coaching Program and a Facebook ads course. Um, which, when I do the numbers on it, is almost half of my business overheads because I know what percentage of my business that I allocate to cost of running my business. So about half went into learning and development and the other half went into technology, ads, staff. All right. Again, not everybody has to follow this model, but I want to be transparent with you in terms of what's worked for me. Next one is I'm really big on customer experience and loving on people that are already in with me. And if you're on the inside, you'll know this to be true. I, like, I genuinely want my clients, customers to succeed. And that is my goal. And I over-deliver. Like I will surprise and delight you along the way when you're not expecting it. And what I've found from that approach is it creates a lot of goodwill. And then you're in a situation where you have beautiful testimonials. You're getting referrals from people without even necessarily activating a referral strategy. And word of mouth is always going to be, word of mouth and referral is always going to be the most powerful marketing strategy you have. So customer experience focused. Next one I would say is I stayed curious. We're always looking at the numbers, always considering what did I learn through this, especially in the moments when things didn't go my way, which did happen. And I am going to take you through that as well. Um, I stayed curious and really learned to trust that the universe knows best and that when things aren't working out for me, that the universe has a bigger plan and really look for the lesson. That has served me well. And what I've found, because I've done this over and over again now, is that from that place, the gap between any sense of frustration or disappointment 
to being back in the game and feeling really lit up is much shorter. Numbers, I've got numbers next to these. Number seven is consistency. But I, I would say that I've always been consistent. That is a bit of a superpower of mine, if you like. But I've absolutely integrated and anchored this even further because I haven't had those long, those gaps in my business where I didn't feel good in my business in the last 12 months like I did in the first 12 months. They've been short and I've showed up anyway, regardless. Um, number eight is affiliate marketing. Now, I don't have a lot of affiliate marketing in my business model right now, but I absolutely loved being an affiliate for Amy Porterfield. Whether I do it again or not, that's another matter, but I had gained so much from doing her program that I felt uh, I felt very confident and powerful in the offer that we created to support that program last year. And it brought in over $20,000 in revenue, so not to be sneezed at. And for that, um, what it took out of me in terms of time was running the launch process and running a coaching session six times, so six hours. So pretty incredible return on investment of time. Ah, number, let's see, number, oh yeah, this is good. I've got one that I can't read, awesome. Um, I will say this though, that definitely do wanna share. Sorry, there are pricing, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, number nine. I put my pricing up, I put my pricing up and I have continued to put my pricing up. And I do a lot of work with my clients around money mindset because there is so much strategy in pricing. It's not about what other people believe. It is about your strategy to bring the right people in and help them not just buy once, but want to stay with you, okay? so. I put my prices up by 50% between May and July 1 last year. I then put them up by less than 50%, but around January this year, I put them up again. And then I just put them up another time. And I feel really good about it because I'm going to get to this. My strategy is actually to create more freedom, more impact, more income through scaling back my one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm doing that like with a long-term vision of what I want to create in my life. And I'm going to get into some of the impacts of that because it hasn't all been fun. Making a decision like that and being really uncomfortable um, hasn't all been easy. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that. But ultimately, I'm in a really great place because I've stayed true to my vision and I have strategically made decisions, especially in the last six months, that have me now in a place of, of really strong foundations and ready to go to the next level. Um, so that was around my strategy to, over time, introduce more space into my mastermind and focus on my mastermind more recently to launch a smaller second higher ticket mastermind 
what I'm doing through these is giving a really deep personalized experience to many more women than I could ever do one-on-one -on -one in a way that suits me because you know, I am a leader by nature. I'm somebody that has been in leadership roles for a good part of the last 20 years and it lights me up. I love it. And so it makes sense from that perspective. It's also giving me a lot of freedom and that's going to continue into the next year because ultimately, despite what I've just told you, over the last 12 months, over 50% of my revenue came from one-on-one -on -one private coaching, over 50%. My goal in the next 12 months is for that to go down to below 20%. So huge swing in favour of more group activity where I'm, as I said, less of my personal time, more impact created through digital content, digital products and offers that really play to my strengths. So those were my 10. I hope there's been something in there in terms of a light bulb for you. But I also wanted to tell you what didn't work to finish this. Okay, so number one, I outsourced Facebook ads I'm going to say before I was ready, I didn't have clarity in terms of what I was going to offer in my ads that would grow my audience and my email list effectively to lead into my offers. So it was an expensive exercise and ultimately I wasn't even investing enough in ads to make the investment in the cost of running the ads worthwhile. So every dollar I spent on running the ad I didn't match in spend on ads, so it doubled my return on investment or halved it. Let's flip that. It halved my returns because of that outsourcing. The second thing that is a big focus of mine right now is to thoroughly integrate a team and to start releasing some of the things that I obsessively cling to that are not necessarily the best use of my time. I'm in that process right now. The next one was, I've, I've shared this, but relying so heavily on one-on-one -on -one income because that does create a lot more hours in your life and lower impact and lower, uh, lower revenue. And boundaries. Boundaries is something that even at this point lacks around and it's an area of opportunity and growth for me. Although that being said, I, I love being true to myself and I am a generous person by nature. So there's going to be a sweet spot around that. Uh, and the final one, which I'm in the process of evolving now, is niche clarity, like getting more into my, um, my positioning, my intentional positioning, as I call it, and being more specific because where I've been over the 12 months, last 12 months has gotten me here, but it's not going to take me to the next level. Where I've been is coaching women who have businesses that they manage online and market online, helping those women create powerful marketing that will grow their, help them grow their business. Okay. So that, you know, maybe that sounds like an okay kind of a niche to you. It's not. It's very, very broad. What's in marketing? About 50,000 things. And so you're going to see that shift coming through over the next seven days as I once more 
claim my space and really take ownership of an evolved positioning, which I'm super excited for because this is how this is how we learn in business, right? We keep taking action. And actually, I, I've been really thinking about this, the new space that I'm claiming, I couldn't have stood in confidently 12 months ago because it's in the experience of the last year that I have become an authority and that I have become credible in this space. And that is super exciting to me, but I want you to know that like it's a process, it's a journey. Uh, but my goal is to share everything I learn along the way so that if there are opportunities for you to collapse your timeline from where you are now to where you want to be, that you can take them and make decisions rapidly that will help support you in that. But the one thing that I do want to share with you is I talked about my strategy and the fact that it's been uncomfortable this year. So here's what happened. At the end of last year, I went into the Christmas period and decided that I'd been doing all of the things and I needed to focus on only one thing, which was the Momentum Mastermind. Stop talking about one-on-one -on -one coaching so much not create you know other products for at least the six months that we've just been through and become known as a mastermind coach what happened is less one-on-one -on -one inquiries and my revenue dropped quite significantly january february march and april even so i had four months where my revenue was lower every single month versus the back end of last year. So you can imagine how that felt, right? To be holding that, like my business was so growing abundantly and I felt like a huge success. And yet here I am in the discomfort of contract. But I knew strategically that I didn't want to continue burning myself out like I was last year. I didn't want to continue coaching five days a week. I didn't want to continue being in a, a launch every six weeks, which is what I've been doing. And so I just had to hold that and know that it was a strategy and that it would, it would pay off longer term. And it absolutely is. So there's a big lesson in that. It did cause me to have some mindset wobbles along the way, but as I said, I've gotten better at better at shortening them and just keeping my eyes on the bigger vision and staying the course, trusting in the process, and that's delivered me to where I am today on the on the cusp of the next big adventure, which I'm going to reveal to you in lots of detail next week. Hello! Yes, I'm leaving you hanging. It's a cliffhanger. You're going to have to tune in next week for the big reveal. It's more of an iteration. And just quietly, if you head over to Instagram now, it's pretty obvious where I'm going. Uh, but I do look forward to sharing all of the detail with you very soon. I trust you've gotten a lot of insight from this episode. And I can't wait to be back in your ears again soon. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. If you want to know more about working with me, head to yvettemayer.com. If you want to make sure that women like you get to hear all of the goodness on this podcast, 
please jump in, leave me a review, give me some stars. Five would be nice. I can't wait to get to know you better. I'm available for chat anytime over on Instagram at Yvette Mayer underscore. Everything you need is in the show notes and I hope to be back in your ears sometime soon. Bye for now.